We are legends. Hello and welcome to We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast of DC Legends Mobile. I am Slowbeast. With me, as always, is Hate Mail and Ogre. Ah! This week, we'll be discussing the latest news, our thoughts on the new June characters, and we'll be announcing a DCL Summer Games. That's going to be exciting. But first, let's talk about the new Physical Gym Blitz and Energy Gym Blitz. What do you want to say about that, Hate? Um, I really enjoyed the physical gem blitz. And granted, it got a little repetitive because you saw mostly the same characters, um, mainly Batgirl teams or Bane teams. So I was kind of getting sick of Harley Quinn and Bane towards the end of it. Yeah. But I loved the just having a completely different PvP. So I thought that was a lot of fun. I got to mess around with some interesting teams. And I'm really happy they did something along those lines that really shook up. Because before, it was neat having a couple boosted characters, but I didn't feel like it changed the game enough where this was like playing something completely new and different. So I had a lot of fun doing it, ran it quite a bit. It was nice getting a nice stack of gems, even though I forgot that it was ending soon and <laughs> ended a little lower than I push at the end. To. Yeah, <clears throat> but still had a lot of fun with it. Ogre, what do you think? What do you think about it? I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It's uh, it's definitely one of those things that gets you out of your comfort zone. If you, you don't run a lot of physical characters a lot of times, like it makes you think about your composition a little bit more too because you're restricted to the one affinity. So you're not worried about affinity advantage or anything like that. You're just worried about how your composition synergizes or how it can counter the opponent. Like that's all you're worried about at that point, which is super cool, I think. So saw lots of hired gun dead shot. And I was really <laughs> sad I couldn't take my Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I really liked it, and it, it definitely showed me the weaknesses of my physical uh, characters uh, roster, the ones that I have uh, geared out and the ones that I don't. Uh, so, yeah, I, I absolutely see what you guys are talking about. And then the energy coming up, I think that's going to be ooh, that's gonna be tough with a lot of the energy characters being so uh, prevalent right now. I can't wait to do the major speed down teams with Kid Flash for all energy. I think oh, that's going to be a nightmare yeah, to deal with. Yeah, that is going to be annoying and so slow. Captain Cold, Kid Flash, Clayface. And Mirror, Mirror Master. Master. Oh, <laughs> I've run God. that team. <clears throat> since, since Kid Flash has come out, I've been running that team. And I mean, it holds up against all but the Uber Etrigan teams. Uh, now I don't even want to do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds bad. I did, I did actually, during the physical gem blitz, Really started to appreciate Killer Croc. He ended up being a lot more useful than I originally gave him credit for. Yeah, I like Killer Croc. He looks good on paper. Like I'm almost ready to use him. I finally got him to level 70. Just about to start his gear 11 process. I've been using him a lot more because for whatever reason, the team that frustrates me the most, and not because it's unbeatable, it's just it, it takes a long time, and then if you misplay as these Superman-led teams, I see more and more and more of, and Killer Croc does so well against those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's nice seeing these new uh, PVP challenges coming out. They're they're a lot of fun and and really change up the PVP. I I I think that's great. And hopefully we see some more interesting 
Well, and the reverse flash um, event starts pretty soon here, and that's uh, was that going to have bonus flash like the flash characters boosted? It said that? certain characters were boosted, and it said like speed up and something else. I don't remember if it said what specific characters. That that'd be really interesting too, because that we'll probably have. Temo uh, double speed. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was thinking Rod and Flash, and it I just, might actually get to use Flash where he's effective. That'd be awesome. It just says for right. it says bonus attack and speed for key heroes. Doesn't specify. We would assume uh, it's the, the Flash yeah. universe. One would assume, yes. So that'd be fun. I'm looking forward to that, too. Even though I don't need any reverse Flash shards, it'll still be fun to run around in there. And be a My reverse Flash is still ranked four, so... So it looks, like, it looks like you have a, a new tracking sheet for PvP and Alliance wins. Yeah, I decided because there's been a lot of arguments on, you know, is PvP dying, etc., tracking points... So for the last three weeks, I've been actually going on four weeks now. I've started tracking all the points. I have a shared drive sheet that'll be in the show notes here that I'm tracking everything from all the PvP events. So I'm tracking whoever the world finest is, the top 35 cutoff, top 100 cutoff, and then also I'm tracking the alliance, um, whoever the team that's number one, and the cutoff points for number 10. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd just be interesting to kind of track and see. You know, obviously, a lot of it's going to be dependent on popularity of character, etc. But I just thought it'd be neat to have a good idea on how the game's tracking. Um, based on what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like PvP points, at least over the last month, have actually, they've seen like they've increased more than anything. So it's a little hard to tell exactly, but I haven't been tracking it long enough to completely know. So I thought that'd be an interesting thing. It's not that hard to keep track of. So that'd be in the shared drive if you ever want to check and see who and then um we're also going to announce who the world finest is every week in the pvp events we just thought that'd be neat to um to say that and we're also going to state who the top alliance is which i don't remember if i have oh i do have it for the champion of the amazons who it was for this week but anyway so we'll announce that at the end of each show just to give a little plug so you get some recognition for going through the effort of being world finest and what the points were at the end very cool all right, well, let's get to the uh, the characters for June. And you've gotten um, Kid Flash. You've been playing with him for a while. Uh, what what do you think about Kid Flash? I personally really like him. Um, I was real high on him at first, and I've kind of tempered down a little bit. Not because I think he's a bad character. I think he's a very good character, and you can definitely create a speed meta with him. Turn meter down, speed down is where I think his his biggest feats lie. He's a character that you could take to Legendary 3 and not worry about going any higher because his passives are very gated. So unless there's a speed-up meta that kind of forms, he's somewhat difficult to get the most out of him. Um, there are a lot of speed-up characters that you forget about, sometimes like Cyborg and Deathstroke, and that you still see a fair amount of, especially if you're below the top 100 range. So you can use them. But the biggest challenge that I have with him, the only part I didn't like, is that there's so many death immune characters now. And you look at Superman and Power Girl and some a lot of the most commonly used characters. And the problem is, is that you can make it so they never take a turn again, but then you can never kill them. Because you just speed down, speed down, speed down. And even though a lot of most of the comps I've been running with them have Clayface, so I can steal a buff. Even um, uh, Emerald Archer Green Arrow... He casts like eight buffs, so a lot of times the death immune is the last one you steal, mm-hmm. and that can make a match go on for 10, 15, 20 minutes. 
because um, there's no way to stop the immense amount of turn meter down. You just you can't stop it, even if you're intentionally trying to avoid it. So that part gets a little frustrating because death immune characters have <clears throat> they're automatically resistant to be down for that reason. So you what almost a to bring your buff burgers. Yeah, <laughs> well that's the thing. It kind of messes up your speed down comps. Um, one of the comps well, that not necessarily run... because Captain Cold on his three does have perch buffs. I have been running that, but once again, that only happens every four turns. So his two also <laughs> does it for the number of speed ups that they have, right? Yeah, but if they don't have any speed ups, which most of the time the death mean right. No, I was just I just wanted to point that out that it had it. Yeah, so I I mean I do run it. The team I do like the most has a combination of Clayface mm. and Emerald Archer Green Arrow. Or not Emerald Archer. I mean, um, Castaway Green Arrow. So you can you can purge fast. But I like the speed downs better than I like the turn meter down in most situations. So that that does kind of temper it down a little bit. But against the teams, you don't have to deal with that. It's such an effective comp running. I've been running Black Canary lead for the turn meter down. And then I usually run three three energy, which would be Kid Flash, Clayface, and Mirror Master. And that sometimes it may take a little while if you're fighting a more Mystic Heavy team. That can take out just about anything except for the really, really potent Etrigan Swamp Thing combo teams. They're just they're too too potent too. Because if they wear just get down. One, yeah, if they get one turn. I mean, I had one match where Etrigan crit on everybody and he just killed the entire team on turn two. So, first, <laughs> he killed all, all the energy and then took up like. Let's talk about his legendary order. What are you what are you working with there? Um, I, and this is. Corresponding with Alexi, who got to play with him a lot as well, I, I really am big on one, three, two, four, five, where I think his 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 basic is his probably his best upgrade. His number three is fantastic, and then his number two is pretty good. Um, and then his passives are just because they're so heavily gated. Um, going four than five is the last two, um, and I think five is very very gated. So unless you just want to use them to counter speed up characters, which really aren't that big of a threat right now. Um, that's the route I would go with them. Okay. Ogre, do you agree? Yeah, I, I pretty much concur. I do believe that one of the passives just requires them to have a number of speed-ups. And if you want to build a team around that, it's not that hard to get them to that gate. Um, what, four speed-ups? Like, that's not hard. Uh, <clears throat> if you use somebody like um, either Ivy Flash combo or uh, Survival Suit Lex and Wonder Woman DOJ, you know, there's ways to do it. So depending on what your composition you're wondering them for, you could take that particular passive if you wanted to. You don't really need to, though. I think one, hands down, is by far the best one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the four, I mean, while it's not as gated, it's just because it's a light heal and it's not that fantastic um, is the main reason why I'm not huge on it. Well, that's why, I, that's why I said you could take the legendary there, because 50% turn meters absolutely yeah. monstrous. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know if it's going to be enough to justify that team comp. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to, he's one I need to experiment with more. I want to, I'm going to play, I want to try to do a, a Grodd, a team with him, Grodd, and then just stuns to see if that can mm -hmm. work as a team. Yeah, so I haven't really experimented with that one a whole heck of a lot yet. You're like Aquaman and Catwoman? Yeah, Aquaman and Catwoman. Well, I was thinking more maybe DOJ and Catwoman just to have a taunter. Um, yeah, fair enough. Or Shazam, who I really like. Shazam actually sounds really good in that team, considering there's going to be meter flying everywhere. 
So, <laughs> jeez. Have you? I saw that you posted a video on YouTube with Starfire. Now you don't have her legendary yet, but you do have her gear uh, eleven, correct? Yeah, I had her gear eleven, or not gear eleven. Um, I had her rank two, everything else maxed out, level seventy four, um, in gear eleven, rank two, and she uh, she was surprisingly effective. Um, the video I posted, I was using a grad team to build up high amounts of intellect, and then nuking teams and. I was really surprised at how effective she was. In fact, I was playing a match yesterday, um, just messing around, and her basic went off from a heel and killed MJ just off her basic, and she had over half-life because it crit. So she doesn't do insane damage on her her, uh, basic and her number two attack, but her, her big attack does a ton of damage. You can wipe out physical characters does good damage to energy and even not even terrible damage to mystics because it's all special damage and uh you know i'm thinking once i have all her upgrades i think she's going to be a monster she's going to be my first level 80 i already have her level 77 so really well of course i've been slowly i ran out of he wants that portrait i'm telling you yeah i'm hoping (laughs) But I love the one thing I, I'm tempted to try to start a crusade on is I love the Starfire non-legendary look. And granted, I haven't I've seen Starfire's legendary look in game, but I you know <clears throat> I need to see it on on my iPad where it's bigger. And but I think the pre-legendary look is far superior, like a, like Catwoman's. So I, I I really wish they would add the toggle so that at least on your screen you'd see it. It doesn't have to necessarily be on the opposing team. Right. But at least on your team, let let you have the outfit. That you... Ogre, what do you think about Starfire? I am actually really excited for her. Um, I really like her kit a lot, uh, and mostly because she slots right into my absolute favorite hero challenge team, which is Enchanted Spain Swamp Thing. Uh, so that her what is it? First passive or second passive? No, her second passive. Glad you're all right. Um, Whenever an ally gets healed, she has a chance to proc her basic attack, uh, which, you know, that's the whole point of that team is just throwing basic attacks out randomly everywhere. So that's I'm really looking forward to that comp. Sounds like a lot of fun. I think she's probably going to be the strongest character of this month, just based on what I'm seeing just from rank two. Certainly sounds that way. Uh, let's get into Blue Beetle real quick. Uh, he had the rework. You got to use him a little bit, and it looks like you updated your uh, legendary recommended legendary order. Uh, let's talk about him. Yeah, I would go with one, three, two, four, five, and I did get to play him. And as Ogre and Doom and I, when we were um, going through the kits when we first got to see them, we were least impressed by his upgrade. And I did play a couple matches initially, thinking it was pretty good. And I realized it was because I was running. It's funny because Alexi did the same thing when he was testing him. We were running him with Steppenwolf lead, just I guess because there was MJs on the board or whatever reason. And he's great with a high crit. If he crits, he does insane damage. Okay. But if he doesn't crit, even I had a I actually had a map not match not too long ago where I had a bunch of um, Hal Jordan Green Lanterns, and. I went in against those teams, and I was really disappointed in how well he did. Because if he does not crit, he actually does less damage with a monster stack of strength up than most other mystics. Wow. So, uh, I can't he's say a support gear set. 
I forget yeah. which one exactly, but that's why his crit is so obnoxious. He has one of the higher crit modifiers. So, I mean, the problem is, is that you're going to have to bring either Higher Gun Deadshot or Steppenwolf to get something out of his kit, because otherwise he really is just dead weight. I mean, he doesn't really do anything for the team. Well, the whole ignoring shields, but if he can't, if you don't have one of those other characters to get his crit up, then I guess it's useless. Yeah, I mean, it took me four attacks with him to kill Hal Jordan Green Lantern, where, you know, Etrigan can do it in one turn, which I know that's not a real fair comparison because no one's got his level of attack, but, I mean, Swamp Thing can do an insane amount of damage, can sometimes wipe out. Even Wonder Woman DOJ, I've, you know, taken Hal Jordan almost to nothing with a full life and a shield. She has a much higher crit rate, but not as high crit damage. Right. Yeah, and if he crits, the difference here. his crit rate is really low, but his crit damage is through the roof. Yeah, I mean, I've seen his basic do 96,000 damage before. Wow. So he's one of those ones, if you run a lot of higher gun deadshot lead or Steppenwolf lead, throw him on your team against shielded characters especially, and he'll, he'll devastate. He'll blow them up. <laughs> Interesting. All right, then we had... Uh... A few changes to Grodd, so let's talk about that. I I, I got to say, when you first sent me the screenshot of Grodd's new size, uh, <laughs> I was so excited because I think that's obviously where Grodd should be. He should be that big, uh, on, on par with, if not slightly bigger than Bane and, and the rest of them. He's a giant 800-pound gorilla. Uh, his size was definitely appreciative. I was so happy with that. He does seem better. He survives a lot better. Um it doesn't seem like they made a lot of changes to him. Um, I, I was kind of hoping changed his gear set. Yeah, I was hoping that he would have. From what um, I can tell, I was hoping that he would get a little bit more than he got. Um, but he's still going to be more of a, a supporty character. He's not going to be able to. You can't. Just, I don't think you can just slot him in on any team. Um, I do think his combination with. You know, I'm really looking forward to doing a Grodd, Starfire. Etrigan and maybe MJ team. I think that's just going to be a, a monster, like just a nightmare team to deal with, with all the intellect up and intellect down. It does sound rather fun. Okay, so was it the improvements? Was it the improvements that we discussed that we thought he needed, or do you think it was enough to make him a, a, a character that you want to use, or is he still just kind of that niche character that's not going to get much play out of you? Uh, I, I, it's hard to tell. I think he might see play just because you want to buff Starfire and Etrigan. I think between those two, buffing those two is going to make such a difference that he'll have a place. But I don't think he's just going to fit into any comp. And maybe there's some speed comps down the road that might work, um, or stun slash speed comps that might work. But he's not he's not quite what I was hoping for. I was kind of hoping for a big smash, crazy Grella. Um, yeah. <laughs> what What did you think, Ogre? Um, obviously, he grew up. That's he, the biggest he did grow thing. up. That's he did grow thing up. For me. No, no longer baby grad. So, um, that's a big deal. Um, honestly, I think that the biggest change that I saw was they changed his gear set to where he's a physical tank now, which means he has a lot more HP, can take a lot more physical damage. Uh, and because he already has a high base intelligence, he's going to be able to take the, the um, special damage you know, just fine as well. So the problem with that is, is that now his special damage AOE doesn't quite do as much damage. So he's a lot more reliant on those intelligence ups to do damage with that move. 
Um, now, I do think his utility actually comes from his basic attack and the fact that his other moves utilize it. Uh, he has a 45% chance to uh, stun on his, on his basic attack. So, I mean, that's where his utility comes in. That's what and I, I was thinking about some teams with that in mind where because his basic does a little more damage now, maybe running a Hal Jordan Green Lantern led team that's stun a stun comp, you know, running DOJ or Shazam and Catwoman mm-hmm. or a different st- Bane or a different stunner might be a viable comp because if you're calling assist and <clears throat> he's stunning a little more frequently, might be might be something you could put together there. Right, and 45% chance on a basic is the highest we've seen so far. Like, prior to this, it was 30 with Shazam, and it had to be legendary. So, I'm inclined to think that Grodd will find a place, like, like, you can't ignore that kind of a number. I mean, jeez. Yeah, there has to be somewhere, somehow, you can make that work. At least we got some changes, and it seems to be a little better. I'm definitely excited about the the physical changes growing up. Uh, so <laughs> that was awesome. Just reminds me of Deadpool too, if you've seen it. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's talk about the biggest uh, changed character for this uh, month, Tara. And apparently there's some controversy about her changes. Well, I've noticed a lot of people really don't like her changes and have basically said that she's been nerfed. I've been highly disagreeing with these people on, many different platforms but i can understand you know everybody's got their own point of view and different play styles the only my my biggest argument to it is that everybody's like oh she's so nerfed she stinks now blah 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 well when did you ever see her on teams beforehand so she obviously yeah. wasn't a great character i mean i was I think one of the rare, rare people that busted her out every now and again and then when steppenwolf came out she was completely replaced and i think that yeah that was the that was the problem the steppenwolf completely overshadowed her and I think the, the main reason that people are complaining is that, um, well, two things. The biggest loss that she had was that before her buff stack was either six or seven evasion downs, which now they only do three. And her buff before always gave a shield, which a lot of people are upset that now it's only 30% chance. Now, I do kind of agree on the shield. I wish it would have been at least 50%. I don't understand the 30% thing. Um, but... They're comparing her to Steppenwolf, and she's not a, a true Steppenwolf alternative. Her, Where she was upgraded, you can't look at her in the prism of, is Terra a good alternative to Steppenwolf? That, that isn't how you need to look at her. You need to look at her, what else she brings to the kit. And I argue that on her basic, those two heal immunity, two-turn heal immunity that she casts is a huge upgrade to her basic, because the can't miss is built in now. And it still does three evasion down, so it still gives you a higher probability if you're facing MJ which MJ in a vacuum, you're probably going to want to, if you're wanting to bring a counter and you have Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf is still going to be a better option. But sure. now Terra, you can bring Terra when there's other heal immune characters you need to deal with. Like one-on-one Steppenwolf loses to Bane if Bane has had a chance to build up even slightly. I've had matches where I've lost with Steppenwolf and Power Girl versus Bane where Terra eats him alive. So that's, and then also if there's a, um, Swamp thing. Well, that was one of, the, one of the biggest changes of her kit was that it's all special damage now, like it was intended to be originally. It just wasn't for whatever reason. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's a big difference against these physical characters. I mean, she eats through them. <clears throat> now, her yeah, shield, 
the upgrade on her shield is she gets hit chance up now, which does help against uh, other evasion characters. And then you also, so she's a viable option against Batgirl. I mean, Steppenwolf does it better for anti-evasion, but if you need heal immunity and you don't want to have to bring slot another character in for that, Terra can fill that void. And then also, she's good against stun characters. So right now, the stun meta never really took stronghold, but there's enough stunning characters in the game that having that stun immunity can be quite useful. But I think the biggest change and the biggest use for her now is, ironically, she does well against Steppenwolf teams, because if he gets the big stack of evasion downs on her, she'll clear them and then cast her meltdown. And one thing, if you haven't seen her meltdown in action yet, it does a lot more damage, and it only has a 10% chance to attack your own team. Um, and then against, <clears throat> and then against John Constantine, when he, when you're facing his team, his team's a pain in the butt. And when you get that huge stack of intelligence down and everything else on your character, Terra will at least clear it and then attack. So you can help. Granted, she isn't a, con a counter to Constantine directly because he will destroy her one on one. But when you're facing an entire entirely different team, and I've faced Constantine teams, and I'll make sure I include some of them. Um, I actually saw one on my board I was saving to record for this video um, or for this episode. She's great to have on your team because she won't be completely neutered by him. So what, what do you think on her? I say one, one team comp that you kind of missed that I think a lot of people are forgetting about, the hit chance down team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. She is going to counter that super hard now. Because she grants the hit chance ups and the evasion downs. Like everything she does just completely neuters that team. Oh, I have a massive stack of hit chance downs. Oh, they're gone. You melt down. Like this just sounds absolutely obnoxious to try and face with that team. Yeah, like, and I haven't even seen her destroy teams them. Her. No, I know, no, but I mean, the people like me who are, you know, contemplating is this a good team? You know, you look at Terra and you're just like, you're terrified all of a sudden. Whereas Steppenwolf. Sure, he has the one move that can't miss, but who cares? It does pitiful damage, and the rest of his team can't hit, so it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, at least I don't know, he's had just... a chance to cast his buff, but <clears throat> right. But I mean, if you can keep him silenced or something with like Black Canary or something, that would be you know. I don't know. There's, there's just there's things that Terra does against the hit chance down team that Steppenwolf can have a problem with. I agree. So, I think I, I think Tara's a very good character. And granted, she might not be for everybody, but I think she just she's a good she does many things well. So I there's a lot of cases where I've seen a team and I'm like, I think Tara's a better fit than Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf's a great character, right? I mean you you definitely want oh, no, to absolutely. Roster, but yeah, I, I think they're slightly different enough to, to matter. Yeah, I gotta agree. It's you know, this whole uh well they nerfed Tara. It's not like she was getting all the play or, uh, before. So, yeah, it's definitely a situation where she wasn't getting used. They did some tweaks to her. It sounds like she's still a viable character. I don't have her geared out. I'm hoping to get her geared out this month because uh, I do like Steppenwolf, and I would like to have that option to be able to use Terra. And, and obviously for the hit chance down teams, that's going to be great because I've been using Batman Beyond quite a bit. So I think he's not used as much as he should be in PvP. I'm actually kind of surprised by that, because, and granted, I don't use him a ton myself, but he's he's one of those characters that I underestimated when he first came out, and now I'm realizing he's one of the better characters to have, especially if you have a, a weaker roster. You can, yeah. 
he neutralizes strong characters because especially he's got a he he works fast enough and he's tough enough where he can take a hit and then I can turn around and neutralize a character on the other team and make it so that they can't wipe out my team or take out anybody because they just can't hit me and then I can slowly pick away at the team. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I, I took him to gear 11 so quickly because I realized the benefit of that. All right, so uh, we wanted to start announcing. That's fine. We wanted to start announcing the the world's finest uh, for PvP. Um, oh yeah, this is the the PvP. Welcome to the PvP corner. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so we're gonna start announcing a, in an episode uh, who the world's finest was for the the week and. Uh, We'll uh, go ahead and I'll let I'll let Hate Mail handle that. Well, for this week, um, we had two different PvP events. The first one was the Showdown Arena PvP, the Physical Gem Blitz, and I wanted to give a shout out to our fellow Owl Rex Fung. He ended the as World Finest with 2,818 points, and the top cut, top 100 cutoff was 895 points for this particular event. That's quite a quite a a lot of PvPing. And then uh, for the arena. In the PvP Wraith Arena this past um, Monday, today's Tuesday, so it was on the 6-5 Arena, the world's finest was I Killed Bambi at 4,353 points, and this week's top 100 cutoff was 2,510. And that was for uh, Vixen, correct? What was this past week? Yeah. I believe it was Vixen. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was trying to get as high as I could. I wanted some Vixen uh, shards, but I Killed so Bambi. I had a, that dude's got to be... Dilemma. Or that that guy or girl has to be uh, sixty years old by now. <laughs> <laughs> what was your dilemma, Ogre? Uh, my dilemma was, if I wanted to get my Vixen to legendary three, I would have to get to top one hundred. But I was also trying to drop rank so that I can get easier board players for my Joker damage good shots. Ah, uh, that is yeah, quite that... the dilemma. I let myself fall pretty far. Um, I, I, I took the opportunity to fall. Well, I was um, I was playing against... I was playing a lot of the physical gem blitz, so I really ignored the Wraith Arena. The only thing is, is I noticed the meta teams... I don't know, I'm used to facing them, so they're more predictable to me. These strange teams I'm facing in the lower, and I seem to have a lot of Superman teams, and they take so long to kill them. They drive yes, me crazy. Yes, they do. So. Superman's tough. Especially if I want to use Alliance characters. It's not bad if I'm using Princess and, you know, those those teams, but it still takes forever. So I don't see them as, in the highest ranks. I tend to see more of the, the meta team, which, you know, I got my little system down to take them out quickly. And speaking of the meta team, so uh, we're going to have a new segment uh, when we do the PvP corner. We're going to go ahead and start talking about the some of the most popular meta teams that we're running into, and we're going to talk to some talk about some counters to those teams. Uh, we'll have Ogre to crunch the numbers in the background, and Hate can tell us uh, put it put it to work and tell us how well it, it works. But that's going to be a segment we're going to start doing where we talk about those meta teams and break them down for you. Try to yeah, and we'll even counters. include video, and I'll even highlight them in the YouTube version that shows you know meta teams and a good combo combos against it and even the the strategy and how we how we take them out because sometimes not just slotting the team doesn't always tell the whole story so right there's sometimes you got to do do specific moves in specific order yep so yep like a b a b select start 
<laughs> you up, forgot up. the up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right. Up, up, yeah. down, down, left, right, left, right. Up, up, down, down. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't do it in the right order, it's yeah, no good. Select start. Now we're showing our age. All right. <laughs> so one that code is universal at this point i think everyone just knows it as a meme they don't realize that we actually used it right <laughs> so we wanted to announce can you something. guys actually tell me what the name of it is that's the code it's the god mode yeah. for contra it's the konami code konami it actually work well, on every konami game yeah well <laughs> contra obviously being the one that kind of well that's the yeah, one i always used it on but <laughs> that's the one that kind of popularized it so so anyway <laughs> <laughs> we uh we decided we want to do something fun for our uh listeners uh for summer and we're gonna do a summer games uh and hate's gonna go ahead and explain what we mean by summer games yeah and this um this is not dc led well this is a dc legends tournament but it's not in any way endorsed or shaped by dc legends which they wanted me to make sure i made that clear because we will be doing prizes um we're going to start next week and we're probably going to do because we want to do a bunch of them over the summer and we're going to have them different every single week so we want it we're going to probably do a ten dollar gift certificate to itunes or google play each week for the winner and we're going to do really interesting pvp challenges where we're going to need you to send in video you can either email them upload them to google drive um, put them on YouTube, whatever is the most convenient for you, or post them in game if they're short enough or small enough that you can post them in game and then just um, send us a note so that we see them. And then we will we'll have all that information next week on where to send them to. Our first one's probably going to be some kind of ridiculous PvP modes, or and then we're going to take the, the best ones and then we'll do some kind of voting system between us on what we deem to be the, the winner each week. And then if you're interested in coming on and talking about that team, we might even have you on the podcast so be a fun thing you can win some real life money with it and um we think it'd be be something really cool and fun to do over the summer and we'll see how long we keep it going depending on how interested everybody is yep and uh like like hate was saying we'll we'll make sure that you know uh what the criteria will be to win and it's not necessarily going to be the the highest uh power level team it'll be some kind of criteria that we come up with that uh, hate myself and ogre agree upon. And we'll, we'll go ahead and let you know whenever we announce it and we'll decide who the winners are. And our goal is to, to start it next week. So we'll, we're going to brainstorm some this week and then come out with our first game. And then we'll, we'll have new ones every week for the next four to six weeks or so. Do you like the show? Consider becoming a patron and get a special show each month. Our special Q and a episode. It's only a dollar to have access to this. Check it out at patreon.com. We are our legends. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're not going to say anything. We are legends.